Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Stu, I think today's podcast was uh, was something. Well, I know nobody else had the news about Donald Trump and that evil, evil bastard and his and his wanton, reckless regard for our nuclear safety. You really spilled the tea today. I, did. <laughs> I sure did. Bill O'Reilly was on. He gave us some inside information. Michael Malice is good as ever, talking about where we're headed. Uh, we also had Herschel Walker on uh, to tell us a little bit about what's happening in Georgia and the monkeypox update. We also had Salman Rushdie and that story. It's a loaded show. And the good thing is, both of us, Stu and I, were both loaded when we did it. Let me talk to you a little bit about Relief Factor. Uh, millions of Americans get up every day and they suffer from pain. And I want you to listen up, please. You don't, well, you may not have to live with that pain. There are so many people that I have met, all the way from arthritis pain to, I met a woman who really honestly could not walk. She was in so much pain. She had horrible back pain. And uh, her husband, she was on a drip, believe it or not, of drugs. And he cried in my office and said to me, thank you, my wife is back been remarkable i don't know what your results will be like but just try it if you're in pain relief factor it's not a drug it's developed by doctors and for 19.95 you can try it for three weeks within three weeks you should have a pretty good idea if it's going to work for you or not if you want a drug-free natural way to get your life back go to relieffactor.com that's relieffactor.com you're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Whoa. Stew. Stew, 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 stew. Mm. Now that you know what they were looking for, and not actually verified, uh, I mean, you know, Garland came out yesterday and said he's going to release the information today. Um, uh, but he wanted to leave it up to Donald Trump and everybody, of course, speculating, no wait, Donald Trump's going to say release that. And he said, go ahead, release it. In fact, I urge you to release it right now. All of it. Um, that was just part of his dastardly plan. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, um, the DOJ released it. Well, they didn't really release it. They more kind of laundered it by leaking it hmm. to the Washington Post. Yeah, we heard over and over again that they never comment on these investigations. Never, Yet never. every piece of information we know about the investigation, other than the one press conference, was leaked to the media. Yeah. Uh, which is shocking. Mm -hmm. uh, I am very upset uh -huh. about this. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, you say maybe that has changed my mind, and that's, no, it has not changed my mind. I'm very angry about mm -hmm. this. I'm angry that the government did not go in earlier with this dangerous plan by Donald right, Trump to. Right. I mean, they had nuclear secrets. Yeah. He had nuclear secrets. They're just going to wait 18 months for the nuclear secrets. How many nuclear weapons has this guy built put on on the property of Mar-a-Lago? Yeah. You know, this. I don't how know many what's happening underneath Mar-a-Lago? I have no idea. How many has he given? 
to North Korea. I mean, he, he said himself he's good buddies with Kim Jong-un. Good buddies. How many times has he just, has he FedExed this guy in well, a suitcase nuke? He's we holding know. out for the highest bidder. You know, mm. it's, I mean, that's what he's doing. That's he's what we selling. And as, as several experts pointed out, that is something we gave the chair to the Eisenbergs uh, for back in Rosenberg's, the 50s. Yeah. Rosenbergs, yeah. Eisenbergs, Rosenbergs, you know, one of the Bergs. All the Bergs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because uh, they did Pittsburgh. go immediately to that. And every time, anytime anyone else says the word treason, you get a you get an alert from every left uh, yeah. left wing source. They yeah, yeah. say how terrible you are. Yeah, because uh, that 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 is uh, that's defined in the Constitution. It requires death penalty, and that's why it's, I think yeah. important to you know to be careful when you're talking about sure, those things. Sure, and yet, well, well, every media source on the left yesterday seemed to go to Rosenberg's immediately. Yeah. Well, which, what happened to them? I Glenn? mean, it's not good enough just to put the guy in jail or to smear him. I think. Electric chair that seems is the to way to go. What they're suggesting, well, which is a fascinating turn of events. Can I tell you something, Stu? I've always known it. I've always known it. Always known it. You've known it? Oh, I've known it. Let me tell you the real story here. Oh. Okay. Wait, how do you know the... Well, I know the real story. I've got several sources here. Several oh. sources. Okay. So let me just tell you, because the story starts as it always does, except in Joe Biden's case. It's very important to know, in Joe Biden's case... This doesn't apply, but the story always starts as all stories start. Father and son, father and son, Mm -hmm. father just trying to help out his son who might be going in the wayward paths and and finds himself in trouble. And the the father just says, I want to help him out. You know, while the right has been saying, hey, Hunter Biden, uh, you know, his dad's being held hostage, you know, by uh, by China and everywhere else. Uh, because of his son's, uh, you know, hooker and crack problem, that that is not even true. It's not even true. Uh, that's why NPR said, you know, we we're not even gonna we're not even gonna run this story because it's not even important if even if it was true. And that's why you know Brian Stelter for so long said it's a just a hoax. It's a hoax. It's a hoax. And then soon as management changed. And he realized, oh, crap, I might be first on the chopping block. He immediately came and said, oh, you know what? It's not a hoax anymore. (laughs) Anyway, it's a story of a father and son drunk on power, doing everything they can just to get rich off the backs of the taxpayer. You know, the office of the presidency was nothing more than a banking machine, an ATM machine for them. Well, if it weren't for the press, thank God for the press. Can we just thank God for the press right now? Or whatever Lord you might serve, you know, or they might serve. Thank him for them. Because the press, the CDC, FBI, DOJ, NSA, LGBT, not the Q, but the I, and the two, but sans the plus. If it wasn't for them. What about the A? Uh, no, I, I'm still out. I don't have a source on the A. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, let's so, see. It's good that you're admitting yeah. your limitations. Well, uh, we could all be dead by now. We could all be dead by now. In what insiders tell me, and I mean insiders close to the situation, advisors and former f- former friends of Trump and close friends and former co-workers with Melania who were also retired whistleblowers. Um, and because they were retired whistleblowers, even though they don't have any firsthand evidence, they are experts in the field of blowing whistles. 
And uh, so we asked them uh, for, for some comment, and they gave us comment. They wished to remain anonymous uh, for their own safety. But um, they did tell me that they will come forward later, at a later date, once they have the book deal uh, secured. Um, but they have said that we'd all be dead by now, probably from something that would have been known if they hadn't have caught it uh, as uh, mass suicide. Uh, as uh, this former president in his dastardly plan just to help the Russians and himself and his son um, were encouraging Americans to inject bleach into their arms. And a lot of Americans were under the spell of this. Uh, well, what experts from the Department of Education now believe is nothing more than a greedy one percenter. Very, very rich, but not really rich. It's probably all a fraud. Uh, but is a genius idiot manipulator of people who has uh, has had a uh, master plan going for a very, very long time, which is being led now, according to experts, by him, the Klan, Hitler's long lost Long Island relations, uh, the spray tan industry and known Christian white nationalists Clarence and Ginny Thomas. Um <laughs> And thank goodness we found out about it yesterday. You know what I mean? We just needed that one last piece, mm. uh, which, of course, begins with his wife. I should say air quote wife, Melania, who is, we all know, most likely an illegal immigrant, which is the first and only time we that we're supposed to care about that. Um, but it's she's not actually his wife. Uh, it, that's a beard. Uh, she's his handler. Uh, you know, she's from the former Soviet Union. And and that's mm -hmm. that goes with a long, long, well-documented love that Donald Trump uh, has had for the former Soviet Union uh, and the um, entire right. Really, I mean, it's never been really? the left that's loved the Soviet no. Union. It's the right. No, that it's loves the right. The Soviet it's Union. the right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, fascists, communists. We we just we just love it anyway. Um, you know, everybody thinks, oh, he loves his wife. Actually, have you seen the pictures? Have you seen the pictures? Really, of Donald Trump, who he really loves. Remember that one picture of him with uh, with his daughter in the limousine, like twenty five years ago when she was little, sitting right up next to him. Oh my gosh! Right up next, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Did you need any more than that? Mm -hmm. uh, apparently, he is a He's actually married to his daughter, uh, who were wed in some backwoods white Southern fried chicken and pineapple pizza parlor wedding. Um, now, this is according to the Clinton State Department experts uh, there. Uh, they now tell us that these underground rituals, um, which happen all the time with homegrown white domestic terrorists after they attend their local PTA and teachers meetings, uh, they groom. And yes, I can say it today. Uh, I can use the word groom. In this case, Twitter has said it's totally fine. Use it. <laughs> really? Use it as much as you want. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but apparently these uh, white domestic terrorists cover children with pizza sauces mm. before each ceremony. And that might sound mm. weird to you. OK, but you'll understand it'll all come snapping back to you. Thank, in just a minute. Thank God you're here to tell the truth. And <laughs> well, it's not me. It's not this. me. I mean, I thank God for the FDA, you know, the FDA and the FBI and the USDA. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I hadn't known that I was getting 100% grade A beef, I don't know if I'd be able to tell you this story today. No, you wouldn't. Uh, so anyway, um, they cover these children in pizza sauces before the, the sick, twisted marriage ceremony, which 
is just nothing but, uh, you know, underage brides and, and, and arranged marriages, which, by the way, sources at CARE say is absolutely OK, except in this case. Anyway, um, Media Matters, as well as Chris Cuomo, uh, told me earlier today that this actually this ritual began years ago before the use of electricity. And as these arranged marriages with underground, you know, and underage white children happen in the basement of these pizza parlors. And back in the day, it was too dark for the groom to even recognize his child bride. Um, they had to have a way to be able to do that. So they would pour pizza sauce all over him. So he'd be able to recognize the bride by the aroma and sometimes intoxicating sense of Canadian bacon and fresh pineapple. Now, Christopher Ray can now confirm today something that we all knew, but people on the right were like, Joe Biden, what is he doing? He's a, he's a child predator. Yeah. Joe Biden, according to Christopher Ray today, is actually a very high-trained expert in the field of uh, these white nationalists and has been working hard, unbeknownst to anybody. He didn't even want credit for this. He's been working hard to rescue these children from these arranged marriages by sniffing the heads of the children and whispering into their ears, I smell you and I am your pizza gate to freedom. <laughs> and uh well anyway i digress can we get back to the the president's son and uh who has been racking up bills betting on the ponies yep going the track every day just betting on the ponies and he has fallen uh into arrears if you will with some of the most notorious russian bookers you can imagine yes he has a booker and track problem and uh i want you to know that right up front you might not want to believe it, but he does. So this all kind of comes together with Trump's uh, long-held love of Russia and, uh, and his desire to build the Trump Onion Dome Hotel right there in Red Square in Moscow. But he just needed a price. What is it going to take? What is it going to take? I just want to take Red Square and I want to turn it into a giant hotel. What is it going to take? And he's had meetings to accomplish this, you know, unbeknownst to most people, except for the press. Um, and it, it, it apparently his plans include him eventually laying in state in Lenin's tomb, <laughs> which would become the new lobby for the Trump Hotel, which is I mean, it sounds really. Oh, no, it's got, It's so supposedly luxurious mm. and the best two dead people in a lobby hotel ever, ever built. Mm. There's um, at least two or three of these details you've read so far that I have not seen in the Washington Post. Well, they're going to be leaked later okay. today. Okay, good. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, when his good friend and real boss Vladimir Putin uh, told Trump the price, apparently, according to Pentagon officials who negotiated our ex uh, exit in Afghanistan, they can now confirm he didn't even negotiate with the dictator. He was like, I'm in. Uh, and he went right to work under the code name. Now, this is going to sound shocking. But it's true. He uses the code name Boris uh, that he took from the old Rocky and Bullwinkle uh, show uh, because all of the Tom Clancy code names for Russian spies were taken by somebody else. And I don't know who. But um, anyway, he began his effort to build a nuclear bomb for the Russians. And they only lacked a schematic and some gifts and other items which could later be kept in a box in Mar-a-Lago or in uh, Melania's unmentionable drawers uh, next to her Hanes underpant collection. And uh, and it all started there. You, hmm? Melania wears Hanes? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's well, not, I mean, 
According to experts. Okay. okay. According to experts, close to the source. Okay, good. Okay. There's more, but I don't think we need to go into it. It just gets it just gets. Well, ugly. you've blown the lid off of this thing. Thank you. And couldn't have done it without the DOJ. I will say that telling of the story is much more reserved and probably closer to the truth than most of the things I've read <laughs> over the past 24 hours. It is crazy what they want us to believe. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Michael Malice is with us now. Michael is the author of the Anarchist Handbook. He is also, uh, he came from a country uh, behind the Iron Curtain. Uh, His family lived through it. He knows about it. Uh, And we welcome him now to the Glenn Beck program. Hello, Michael. How are you? Good morning, Glenn. I'm great. Thank you so much. So I I thought that I hesitate to even say this out loud. I I thought last year, um, I said last summer, you are not you think you don't understand your country right now. You won't recognize your country um, from August 2021 to August 2022. It will be that dramatic of a change. And Michael, I think we're really kind of at the last call here for this system. What we have transformed to in the last 12 months is astonishing. It is a it is a government completely clearly out of control. Do you agree with that? Um I'm going to be a little pedantic because you've made me wake up earlier than my usual 11 a.m. <laughs> and I don't know if out of control is the right term because in certain ways they're Correct. most, most okay. certainly in control. Right? Yes, yes. Um, I, I, I would disagree with you a little bit. And I think you'd agree with my disagreement that this isn't just because of 2021. The lockdowns had already made the government unrecognizable. The idea that you know we're all walking around with masks, that we're oh, not no, no, allowed no. to wait, leave wait. our homes. Hang on just a second. That, that's why I said last year in August, I said, look at where we've been. Yeah. Do you even recognize your country today? And I said, that much of a difference is going to happen again. And I, I think that's accurate. While it oh, started back then, but this is unrecognizable as the American system of justice or any of it. Yeah, I, it, it's it's the kind of thing where it's almost kind of mystical that electing Donald Trump ripped a hole in reality, and yeah. now the people writing the script don't know where to take the storyline. Yeah. Um, I'm hearing rumors, you know, or, or leaks at least from the Justice Department on various news outlets that the reason they had to um, raid Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago home was because of sensitive nuclear documents. Are, are we to believe that like Trump stole the formula for how to build a nuke? And unless they get it back from him, we're not going to be able to build nukes anymore. <laughs> or if the concern is that he's going to do something duplicitous with these documents, alter- arguing the alternative, well, then why not raid him with his knowledge? And if he destroys it, so much the better. Uh, if he has some kind of secret nukes documents that we don't want him to sell to who knows who they're thinking he's going to sell it to, let him burn it. Th- that would work out best for everybody. So right. I don't buy this story. I don't think you buy this story. Well, I don't, I don't think most uh, people buy this story. Look, Donald Trump, at, at a, no matter what you say about him, I do believe he loves his children and I do believe he loves America, even if it's because it's a place that helped him get rich and he knows how to you know function in it. I just do not believe that Donald Trump in any way, shape or form 
would sell something like our, our nuke secrets. First of all, I don't know what secrets we would even have anymore that everybody you can't find on the Internet. Um, but there's right. no way he would do that. And if you want to go down that road, let's talk about u- uranium and the Clintons. I mean, I don't want to get into that, but it doesn't make any sense. But well, we could talk about the Clintons. Barbara Olson, who was one of the tragic 9-11 victims, she wrote a book called Final Exit uh, in 2001 about how when the Clintons left the White House in 2000, January 2001, they stole the China and they had to return it. So it's every president, when you're an occupant of the Oval Office, it are, is of the belief that the stuff in there it basically belongs to them, and then it becomes a legal issue, what's yours and what's property of the state. Correct. The, the thing is, if this, if this material was so time-sensitive, it's August 2022. Right. He's been out of the Oval Office for 18 months. So the idea that all of a sudden, you know, it's it's some kind of bomb that's about to detonate and we got to get there. For a second, the idea that his attorneys um, would not co- cooperate with a lawful subpoena. I mean, they waited till he wasn't there. Uh, they wanted the cameras turned off. If, if, if it was true, what the Justice Department was saying was like, look, this is by the book, send operating procedure. They certainly know how it looks. And they certainly know you've got this whole population of crazy MAGA people who don't believe anything the government says. You want the film crews there. You want Fox and CNBC, MSNBC and CBS filming saying, look, we're not doing anything unlawful. We're strictly going by the warrant. We're only going for these classified documents. And then that's the only way that people would be like, okay, I believe you. But the fact that they did it under cover of secrecy implies to me that they're trying to hide something. So where do we go from here, Michael? What, 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 what's the end game here? Other than I, I, what I think the end game is, which is not pretty. I hope everyone listening to this prays for the continued health of President Trump. He's in his mid-70s. He's heavy. God forbid he suffers a heart attack or, or stroke. No one is a huge percentage of the population is not going to believe it happened naturally. Yeah. And they're going to think this is some kind of Putin thing uh, that he has done to journalists. And then we're really going to be through the looking glass. I am very concerned because you have a group in Washington whose only move is to double down. And even when things blow up in their face, they just keep doubling down in that authoritarian direction. And at a certain point, it becomes brinksmanship. And that's when things really get scary, as you and I and everyone listening to this can appreciate. I am uh, also afraid that by hook or by crook, um, 350 million people. There are crazy people. And some of them are Democrats. Some of them are independents. Some of them uh, are Republicans. Some of them believe, you know, Pizzagate. Some people believe that, you know, Trump was going to sell the uh, secrets. Um, one person steps out of line. And uh, I think this, with this, you know, new approach to even the irs i don't think this is uh, far from a a police state if they want to if they feel hey we've got to crack down shut it down yeah i think the i think the spirit of joe biden's high school classmate woodrow wilson is mm. very strong <laughs> in the white house today uh they they both are incontinent and incapable of speaking coherently but they both very much uh, were comfortable weaponizing the federal government against their political opponents, even political opponents on their own uh, side of the aisle, ostensibly, such as when Eugene V. Debs, uh, who's the socialist candidate for president, uh, was arrested by Woodrow Wilson and imprisoned. So uh, I think, but at the same time, Glenn-
And we could look at the other side. This is their last gasp. They know they're on their way out. They know Americans aren't buying their BS anymore. So rather than persuasion, they have to turn to authoritarianism to maintain their hold on power. That's the other counter argument. And I don't, I don't know how, which way this is going to shake out. So what is your advice for the average person? Um, exercise your Second Amendment rights while you can. Uh, do not believe what you uh, see in the corporate press at face value. And be very careful who you have political conversations with because there is a large percentage of the population that we saw in the last two years that would trip over themselves to turn you in for a transgression and then they would boast about it on social media. God, that's scary. That is terrifying. America's never had that. Never no, we, we, we've, we've had that in the past. I mean, in, in certain contexts, but uh, had, it's we had it with the Japanese. We had it with. Um, yeah, I, let me say that we've never had that at a good time. <laughs> correct. Yeah. I, I think that's correct. But at the same time, we've never had social media where literally any jerk with a microphone such as myself uh, can make their voice heard and can have a platform in some context as big as the New York Times. And that is a big problem for agencies like the New York Times because th they're living in a 1990s model where they're the only ones who have a voice on the microphone. And now they don't know what to do when lots of people are telling them, screw you, go home and shut up. It's amazing to me the people who are actually anti-police don't want any police whatsoever um and have historically hated the police and hated the doj and the fbi uh, are now the ones that are are saying the fbi how can you possibly say there's a problem with the fbi and the people who have always loved the police and supported the police and the fbi are now the ones saying wait a minute uh, police officers are generally good. Do we have a problem with our policing uh, in cities? Yeah, and we should reform these things. But now we're looking at the FBI and we're saying the same thing. This is out of control or this has gone in another direction to yeah. play your semantics. You're exactly right. Um, this is out of control and needs to be reined in. And the left is going to make that into see the right is anti-police. It's, it's, I mean, it makes me want to drink again to be able, but, but, <laughs> to, be able Glenn, to survive. I got to tell you to go from being a Klansman to your anti-cop. That's a step in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like someone's yeah, like, you're right. a complete racist and you believe in genocide. And the next day it's like, okay, you just don't really approve of the police. It's like, okay, <laughs> I, I can work with this. I love that. I love that. Okay. Uh, Michael, thank you. Thank always you. Always a pleasure, Glenn. Yeah, it's always mine. Thank you. Michael Malice. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to my friend, Herschel Walker. How are you, Herschel? Hello there. How are you doing? It's very good. Very good. How are things going? We, I haven't talked to you in a while. How are things going in uh, Georgia with the campaign? Well, things are going well. You know, they've spent almost $30 million against me, and the race is still almost tied, and I think it's driving them crazy. And I think they don't realize I've been getting around the state, meeting with the people, and the people know what I stand for, that there's a big contrast between he and I, where I believe in lower taxes. He believes in raising everybody's taxes. 
You just talked about the Inflation uh, Reduction Act where he believes in high inflation. I believe in low inflation. He, he believes in crippling the American manufacturing. I believe in giving all Georgians and all Americans an opportunity to compete against places like China. And that's why I think it's a big difference. And I don't think this is going to uh, uh, reduce anything. I think it's going to increase. It's going to increase everyone's taxes. It's going to be terrible for America. It's going to be terrible for Georgia. Yeah, so you're running against uh, Warnock, who is quite an amazing individual on what he believes. Um, and he's voting for the reconciliation bill uh, today. You- uh, he is. And, you know, he before the bill even came out, he had said a week before the bill, even before they even had a chance to vote, that he looked forward to uh, voting for this bill. And I'm like, you, you look forward to raising everybody's taxes? You're looking forward to making the inflation worse? You're looking forward to, like, crippling American manufacturing? It's sort of like you're looking forward to making misery of the people that's supposed to put you in office. So he was looking forward to doing this to the people. Herschel, you have been through a lot in your life, and anybody who has paid attention to you knows uh, that you've been put through the ringer and back out again. You've made mistakes. You've admitted them. You've changed. Um, you are a, a remarkable man, and a lot of people look up to you and say, uh, you're a, a role model for their kids. Let me ask you, you have, you, you don't have to do any of this. And you're getting into one of the dirtiest, nastiest business at one of the worst times. Why? Well, you know, to be honest with you, Glenn, I do have to do it. I mean, God has given so much to me, I have to give back. Right now, I see what they're trying to do to our kids, and I want to keep our kids safe. I want to keep people safe. You see crime on the street. They don't seem to want to address it. Well, I will address it. You see that there, the board is wide open. I'm going to address those matters. They seem to be uh, just running. They create problems, and they run to something else. They're not fixing anything, and I love America. They pretend like America, we have some terrible people, real racist people. Well, I know we got good people, and we got people that we have our problems, but we can solve those problems together. They seem to want to just create division by separating you through race, separating you through anything they can. And, and, you know, right now they're trying to create who is a woman. Can you believe we're even talking about who is a woman? A man can get pregnant, things like that. And those, that's not something we should be worried about. We should be worried about the gas prices. We should be worried about food on the shelf. We should be worried about uh, being a uh, superpower. You know, right now they said peace through strength. And they're talking about uh, how do you identify within the military, you know, pronouns in the military. We should need to make our military strong, not weak. And I'm one of these people that's going to get in there and I'm going to fight for the Georgia freedom. And the, you know, we're a beacon of freedom here in the United States of America. And they're trying to take it away from us, and I'm going to fight for it. So I am supposed to run because when you see that there's a problem, you got to get in there and solve it. And everyone in America is my family. And I was taught from my parents, when your family is hurting, you got to go in and fix it. Herschel, um, what we saw this week with the FBI uh, and Donald Trump, what are your thoughts on it? You know, I think that was absolutely a disgrace. I think it was a total disgrace, and it made you not trust your FBI. But I must say that, you know, there's many FBI agents that are good people. There's a few that we need to... uh, we need a check. They need to be held accountable. And you know what is so sad about the whole situation uh, is that 
You know, they talked about an informant. You remember they talked about the leakers. They talked yeah. about, you know, no one is ever held accountable. It is time for the informant. It's, it's time for the leakers to be transparent so we know that those people really exist, that they just can't just come in and do things like this because I can promise you, and I, I think America need to wake up right now, if they can do this to a former president, they're going to do it to you. You know, they, they went at, within, uh, what, 24 hours after them, doubling the size out of RAS, they do this to uh, a former president. What do you think all those RAS agents are going to do? And I tell you, we, we, have to, we have to get this right. This election come November, we got to get it right. Because if we don't get it right, we may lose all the freedom and liberties we've had in this country if we don't get it right. And that's why I'm, I encourage everyone all the time, and I'm not trying to be a promoter here, but go to TeamHerschel.com. I can promise you I'm going to fight for you. I'm not going to Washington and make friends. I'm going to Washington and fight for this country, to fight for like our military servicemen and women have done. They give us the freedoms and liberties we have here. TeamHerschel.com, your, um, your opponent, Warnock, is getting money a lot like Liz Cheney. It's coming from all over the country. And it's coming in big dollars. They know they have to defeat you and hold on to that seat. Well, they do. And, and you know, he's trying to buy that, buy the seat, but he's not. You know, he's trying to buy the seat. And I said, I want to, you know, I, he talked about a debate. Now I've challenged him to a debate. Now he's talking about something else. And he's a chicken. He's scared. He's running scared. And I want to debate him in his own hometown. And I said, Raphael, why not come back to your hometown? Let me debate you there in front of our audience. I don't want to sit in a studio with just two podiums there with, with his uh, left arm campaign asking me questions. I want to sit there with the audience there so they can hear the contrast between the two of us, where I believe in keeping the kids safe. He believes in demonizing the police. I believe in lower taxes. He believes in raising the taxes. You know, I believe men shouldn't be in women's sports. He believes in putting men in women's sports. There's a big contrast between Senator Warnock and myself, and, and I want to expose him of that, but he won't come out front and even let no other see him. So, you know, it is amazing to me, the the group of people, and you kind of just touched on this, the group of people that say they care about women and the Republicans don't, or the, you know, unless you're a Democrat, um, you don't care really about women. You don't care about children. Um, and yet they're destroying women with what they're doing to women's sports. They're destroying our little girls. Our girls are the ones who are being affected by this, all this trans uh, surgery stuff, they are being destroyed right now. Children and women and girls. It's a, it's a little hard to swallow. Yeah, it's, it's very hard to swallow. And, you know, it makes you angry because they're at the point that it's sort of like, don't believe your lying eyes. They do it right before your eyes. And then they pretend like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. I'm doing something to help. Well, they're not. They're doing absolutely nothing to help. Just like in this video. You know, inflation reduction, what do you see that they say help the, the uh, economy here? You know, they haven't helped the economy in this bill. They're going to tax people. You know, they're going to tax people, and they're talking about taxing the wealthy. It's like, do they not know things trickle down? They don't understand uh, budgeting. They don't understand finance. It's like, who do we have in office that we, we put the wrong people at the table? That's what I continue to say. We got so the wrong people at the table. It is time to put the right people at the table that's going to do the right thing. Herschel, have you seen a a, a swing in the uh, black community at all on 
because, I mean, under Donald Trump, it was the best ever. Hispanics, black minorities, best economy ever by far. And now they're the ones getting hit the hardest. And it's still coming. It's still we're not there yet. It's still coming. Are, well, are, you're 100% correct. You're 100 correct. It is going to come. It's going to hit even worse when this new bill come in. It's going to hit even worse. And and I see, I do see a swing. I see the Black America, Brown America, like America is waking up and seeing what the Democrats are doing. And I and I think they 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 cannot. They what's funny about them is they cannot win on the issues. So they're going to win by name calling. They're going to win by all these other things, trying to disguise the issues. The issues out there, this economy is totally, they wrecked this economy. And they don't want to talk about it. They Remember, they want to give you a definition of recession by telling you that's not a recession. They don't want to give you that there. They want to give you, define the police, which they find out that was a terrible idea. Right now, our police morale is down. Recruiting is down. Same thing as in our military, you know, morale is down, recruiting is down, only because of this administration right here that they seem to not care. And then they go to something else, and it's like, can they fix one thing before they move to something else and ruin it? You know, we got to put the right people in office that care about this country, that care about this Constitution, that's going to hold people accountable. And I always say, when my father told me no, he meant no. It is time to get some adults in the room that's going to do the right thing. And I, and I asked, Senator one not to put his big man pants on, come and debate me in Savannah, Georgia, so the people can see who he, exactly who he is. Don't hide in Washington with the Washington elite. Hide behind media. Because, you know, the media is not my friend. But the thing is, I'm going to get out and continue to serve the people because the Democrat Party seemed to want to control the people. The Republican Party seemed to want to uh, serve the people. And I said, that's a big difference there. Herschel Walker. It's always good to talk to you, sir. Um, I wish you the best of luck. How The best way we can help is what? Is to go to teamherschel.com. If you can contribute anything to, to me or if you got people want to do door knocking, phone calls, whatever we can do, it is time to put someone like Herschel Walker in that seat because I'm going to fight for Georgia. I'm going to fight for America with my opponent fight for Joe Biden. And you, you heard her say he's not even going to have Joe Biden campaigning for him. And it was like, yeah, you voted with him 96% of the time. Quit trying to fool us like you don't vote with Joe Biden. You're right there alone with him. Team Herschel. TeamHerschel.com. Herschel, best of luck to you, my friend. Bye-bye. Thank you, man. God bless. You you bet. My best to your family. (laughs) 